Yes, I know what you think of me. You never shut up. 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 Good morning, everybody. Today is Thursday, December 14th, 2023. I'm your host, Ephraim Jr., and today we pulled Ireland. In my run of guests, I thought nothing could be complete without a little mental health evaluation. So I invited my my armchair psychiatrist, Dr. Paul Roy Taylor, onto the show. Hello, Dr. Paul Roy Taylor. How are you? Um, psychologist, but oh, yeah, psychologist. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm good. I'm so happy to be here for Ireland. I know. Oh yeah, we pulled Ireland. Isn't that exciting? I and mean, that makes sense because you're in France. That's true. Except, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're both uh, far away from me. That's how That's it makes true. sense. How have you been? First of all, we haven't wind down in a long time, or wound down. Well, it's wind, wind down in a long time. Pretty good. Um, I uh, found an apartment here after looking since January of last year, so almost a full year, and I've just been moving in and. Um, sort of like building a place from scratch, but I'm a bit of a nester. So like in a week, I've gotten like 95% of it done. Oh, good. And uh, just working and opening boxes and things like that. So does this mean you won't be back to the United States? No, it's same plan as before, like, um, you know, like the summer there and then um, like seven months here. Okay, cool. How's uh, how's Rodolph? Pretty good. Um, he is doing absolutely nothing to help with the process, but <laughs> so, so for him, it's just, you know, these things magically appear like, oh, a couch. How'd that get there? Well, I built it and opened well, the box. And... <laughs> you know, you're saying that disparagingly, but it takes a lot to believe in magic. It takes a lot to believe that these things will just happen. That is true. <laughs> yes. Okay. So talk to me about Ireland. Let's unpack this song. How do you feel about the beekeeper and how do you feel about ireland well i listened to ireland perhaps for the very first time in its entirety stop it in preparation for this event (laughs) i don't really listen to the beekeeper at all really or play much from it but i don't have any real harsh feelings against it but ireland would not be my track to pick that's for sure you've been to ireland yeah, we went. Um, my first time was for the the tour, the big comeback after COVID. Yeah, yeah, twenty twenty two. Okay, that's what I thought. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. And it was a great. It was a great time. It was St. Patrick's Day weekend. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. Here's the thing. I want to go back to Rodolph and Magic because let's unpack this song. The very first line has always given me a trouble. Has given me a little pause. Driving in my sob on my way to Ireland implies she's driving to Ireland, right? I would think. But you can't drive to Ireland unless you're already in Ireland, right? Yeah, she says to Ireland, right? Yeah, on my way to Ireland. So unless she's in Northern Ireland driving just to regular Ireland? Well, no, she could be in London driving in her sob to the airport to Ireland. there's a whole step that's missing if that's the case. Yeah, there's a step missing. Driving my sob on my way to the airport. But I like this idea that you can just transport, that things, that furniture gets built and you don't have to think about it twice. You don't have to take that middle step. <laughs> and then what happens in the song? <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, that's basically, that's where I got stuck. It's basically about, I guess, being with your friends. It's been a long time doing something that you haven't done in a very long time. So when I was out in the desert and a cowboy tried to lasso me, he said, you're red and made of clay, a virgin portrait. I let him wake me, but decided not to stay. 
Those are the song lyrics? Yeah, this is hot, actually. Google Ireland song lyrics because I did not hear any of that, like, at all. <laughs> I, this might be my first time ever reading it. So when I was out in the desert and a cowboy tried to lasso me, he said, you're red and made of clay, a virgin portrait. I let him wake me, but decided not to stay. And then the next verse is, Next in New York, I fell out with a dragon of the white collar kind, but just as ferocious. I remembered Makcha running faster than the horses, then an encounter with a voice that caressed me. Oh my God. Okay, I just realized why I was really confused because don't type Ireland song lyrics, type Ireland song lyrics, Tori Amos. That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> That's really helpful. Okay, just now I see what you're saying. Okay. Wow. All right. That's what this song says. This is much more sensual than I realized. Wasn't it you who held off a surrender to one spoiled nun who taught you the names of the mountains on the moon? And then a Jesuit proceeded to arrange your soul while I prayed on my knees. Oh, my God. I'm having like a memory problem, even though I just listened to it like three or four hours ago. All I like, if you told me like, play, you know, what's that song? How does it go? I would only be able to tell you the first stanza. Two lines, or whatever yeah, driving in my song. So I guess that teaches us this week through today, what we can learn is to dig a little deeper, maybe throw out your preconceived notions and re-examine issues artistic works that you might not have looked at deeply right and pay attention yeah pay attention your assignment if you're me <laughs> yeah you need to pay attention but you're not really a lyrics person anyway no i no as 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 is known yeah why not uh they're inconsequential like to me like I, I know that people say like it makes or breaks the song but you know like people love your cloud i guess because of the lyrics but like there's nothing there in the song like there's nothing there to the song itself like the piano's plotting there's not a lot of dynamics in the voice like there's not a lot going on so like that's a song that like i wouldn't like you know even though the lyrics might be impeccable or i guess i'm not sure i just can't get into it if it's not orally dynamic well you have to take your clouds position on the album because it is sort of like the transition point between sweet sangria and pancake you know mm -hmm. you can't have you can't have up tempo three songs in a row you need like a bridge no it has its place i, I don't need everything to be designed for my ears okay good that's the difference between <laughs> you and me <laughs> um, okay so pay attention to things you might have overlooked that's something good for today right yeah all right, well, we've, we've unpacked Ireland. Yeah, now we can just talk. Okay. <laughs> um, because I'm leaving the show, I have done, I have two things I want to do with you. I have my, I pulled you a Prism Oracle card, mm. which is from my Prism Oracle deck. It says, tap into your intuition with the magic of color. So I've pulled a card for you and we'll read all about it. And the, let's see, the card that I pulled is in the Black family of cards and it's called Confidence. Let's see, let's read about it. Confidence is not a fixed attribute. It's something that we're continuously working to build throughout our lives. In a reading, this card signifies that it's the right time to start working with and enhancing your sense of self-confidence. How can you build more confidence in your life in a meaningful way? Tell me, Paul Roy. Well, it's making me think of um, people which uh, people who kind of struggle with imposter syndrome in their life and in their job and in their day to day. It's making me think about that. Mm, go further. 
Well, you know, a lot of people feel like they're walking around, like tricking people into thinking that they're even there, there can even be like faux confidence, you know, like the facade of confidence, but really underneath, like you're just wildly insecure, you know, it's like an overcompensation. Mm -hmm. And like the trick to kind of overcoming imposter syndrome is to be able to say when you know things and when you don't know things and not have that be an intimidating process. And to develop a little bit of an acumen, even if it's like something very niche, you know, like if you're struggling with confidence in your job, become really good at one particular thing, like make yourself essential for that particular thing. And that could be like filling out the TPS reports, like whatever it might be. You know, I was scrolling on TikTok and I was like, oh my God, I like always find myself Enchanted is not the right word, but like uh, distracted or like I'm always looking at these guys play guitar and I'm like, should I learn how to play guitar and be one of those guitar guys? Because like you could find as long as you're really good at something, I think that you seem appealing. You seem magnetic, right? Yeah, people like confidence. They don't really like cockiness. Now, how do you battle imposter syndrome? Do you have imposter? Did you ever? Yeah, in the first two years of grad school, when you're two or three years of grad school, when you're doing like what are called externships. Like you're not even like an intern yet. Like you, it's like your first day on the job basically. And, but it really wasn't actually imposter syndrome because like no one assumed I knew anything. (laughs) And also I didn't know anything. So like it was a little more congruent, but I'm actually fairly lucky because at my school we had like a full year of a treatment approach when Alternatively, like a lot of other schools, you might get like two months of one, two months of another, two months of the third one. And so it was like just such amazing training that it was a little bit of a gift. I tell people that all the time. In fact, like I've even told that professor, like it just made me so prepared. And I don't really struggle with this. Like when somebody calls me and and maybe wants to work with me, like I know precisely what I'm good at. I know precisely what I'm bad at. I only take people that I feel like, you know, are in my wheelhouse. It's kind of like if you know your strengths and your weaknesses and you don't care if people think you don't know something, there's a lot of freedom in that. And you can sort of tailor, well, if you have the ability to tailor what you do, you can do that. So I don't know. Is that a little, does that make sense? I mean, it's it's particularly for me, but that's who you asked about. You continue to drop the wisdom here. The last time we had you on the main show, you were talking about differentiation in Taurus's mm. music. So you're very smart. We're going to, I'm going to miss. No, I'm just, I'm just smart at one particular thing, which is enough. <laughs> That's true. Like you Some people are talk. smart at no things. So I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. You're telling me. Yes. There are some people who are smart at no things. Uh, and the second thing I want to do with you, because I know that you're a daily listener of the daily show. I know that you listen every single day and how devastated you're going to be when I'm gone. But don't worry, Rose Crest will be taking over and she's going to be amazing. But if you ever are sad because you can't hear my voice first thing in the morning, I have pulled this book off my shelf called 14,000 Things to Be Happy About. And I'm going to thumb through it until you tell me to stop. And I'm going to give you something to be happy about. Ready? Okay. Tell me when to stop. Stop. Okay. Left or right? Left. Okay, now I'm going to slide my hand up and down this page until you say to stop. And then, okay, if you ever are sad, first thing in the morning, listen to Rose Crest. But then if you're still sad about me, you just think about dancing school, learning the foxtrot waltz, cha-cha, rumba, merengue, egg beater, and frug, and then you'll be happy again. Isn't that exciting? That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. (laughs) 
Shut up. I've had his book since I was 16. Uh-huh, 14,000 things to be happy about. <laughs> is that why you're such a ray of sunshine? I am. God damn it. <laughs> Whenever I'm feeling down, I just open the book and I think, ah, the point on a potato chip where it breaks off and stays behind in the dip and I'm happy again. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm never sad in the morning. I'm angry in the morning. Like if I have to be up in the morning, like in the morning, and I've really done a lot of work to organize my life to where that like never has to happen. I'm pissed. Mm-hmm. Remember- pissed. I believe you. I believe that to be true. And do you remember when we had this recording scheduled for noon? Which my, yes. my time, which was 8 p.m. your time, and you tried to get me to do it earlier in the morning at 11? Yeah. Now, now yeah, justice. <laughs> like, I'm not in full morning voice till at least noon. And I, I mean, I don't even enjoy the afternoon. Like, like the perfect time for me to start my day would be like 4 p.m., which is what I get to do when I'm over here, which is what I love because I'm nine hours ahead. So, oh, yeah. Like, uh, you know, like my, my workday starts at 5 p.m., goes to 1 a.m. It's fantastic. Oh, that's your dream. You've cultivated your dream. When do you come back? Uh, May, end of May. Oh, okay. I'm going to go. I think I'm going to Eurovision in Malmo in May. You should come. You're going to Eurovision? Yeah. Well, you're going to the, the competition, like the yeah. show? Apparently, it's like a, a week-long series of like live shows. And then huh. you go, like people go. Where is it? It's in Malmo, Sweden. Oh, okay. Well, we'll swing by here. Okay, well, I'll try. <laughs> Just swing by France. I mean, Europe's minuscule. It's not that big. <laughs> can, you a, can you take a train from France to Malmo? Can you take a train from France to Malmo? I love that I you're mean, accessing I... the database that you've created for your mind and your memory. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just accessing Google. Oh, okay. Let's see. Tapa, tapa, tapa. Yeah, you can. You totally right. <laughs> can take a train. It only takes 23 hours and seven minutes. <laughs> no, that might not happen. No, no, thank you. But I do love France and I do love Paris. It's one of my favorite cities I ever have been to. Do you have bedbugs? No, we don't. I think that's an overblown like uh, panic. So Okay, that's good to hear. That's good yeah. to hear because I like that you're safe and scratch free, bite free. Everything's going well. You're not good. This is your last time on Never Shut Up. This is your only time on Never Shut Up, I think. No, I think I've been on it maybe once or twice, but I, I, I don't remember. Yeah, everything's good. I've I've been um, hearing some rumors that it's going to be a while for a Tory album, which I'm kind of annoyed about, bummed about. Like a longer, like a longer absence. This is pure hearsay, conjecture, speculation, but it also wouldn't surprise me. You Who know? told you? I'll beep it out. Who told you? You'll beep it out? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, we just got swimming pools. Wasn't it great? I love it. (laughs) Future me here. I mean, present me. Anyway, we recorded that before we actually heard swimming pools, which is why she's deliriously laughing. However, at this point, we've heard it. It's amazing. And I have a special treat for you at the end of this episode because Macy Rodman has remixed the song in an incredible way. Stay tuned to the end of the episode for that. I think I'm going to love it. I think like it has like a carnival vibe. Like, you know, that song's awesome. Like, yeah. I know it's only like a five second clip, but like it has the production values of like carnival, which. Oh, yeah. It yeah. sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. It sounds like really wild. No. And we and we know it because that has already come out. See? Oh, right. Of course. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't it great what she did? It was really clever how she managed to tackle all of those racial and yeah, ethnic those themes. diversity issues that the song brings up with a white woman of 60 years old. <laughs> There's nothing she can't accomplish in this world. <laughs> <laughs> the very first time she played Ireland, I was there. It was in Ireland, in Dublin, in 2005. And 
she did, if I remember correctly, I'm not going to look it up, but I think I remember correctly. She did uh, The Power of Orange Knickers with Damien Rice. He came out for the encore. And then she also did Ireland, I think right after. I think it was like Mm -hmm. a two-song encore. I think it was back-to-back, but that's what I might not be remembering correctly. But anyway, I'm the one who video bootlegged. I had like my handy cam. It was like a DV8 tape, you know, this was back Mm -hmm. in the day. (laughs) Wow. I know. I recorded Power of Orange Knickers and Ireland. And then the venue staff was like, you can't have cameras in here. So I missed the last like minute of Ireland. I couldn't believe it. I used to bootleg shows on occasion um, with like a mini disc player, which if anyone remembers what that is. But yeah, that was pretty easy. You just like buy an external mic and pretty simple. Yeah. There was a period of time where she really wore how many bootlegs that were out there as a source of pride. (laughs) She'd be like, I have 22 bootlegs. They're in the fucking bootlegs are in the collectibles book. Do you know that? Like the 90s bootlegs? Yeah, the silver boots. The silver bootlegs are listed in the collectibles book. So that tells me bootleg. That tells me we want recording. Well, it certainly becomes sanctioned at that point. Like if you're flaunting it, like, come on. Yeah, 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 really. Well, Paul Roy, it's always a pleasure. When are you going to be on our show again? What what Strange Little Girl do you like? Oh, um, Strange Little Girl is coming up. Either Heart of Gold, (gasps) Happiness is a warm gun, raining blood. I mean, that's the trio that I like the best. Okay, I'm getting you on Heart of Gold. Well, wind Fine. down, wind down with Paul Roy. I'm writing it down in my list. Good, good. I like talking Heart of Gold. That's my favorite. That's my favorite version of that song. <laughs> so, what's your plan for Strange Little Girls? My plan is to, I'm going to say it here and only here, is to drop it all at once. But that's just my plan. God knows if the plan. Oh, that'd be, so the Netflix model, I love yeah, it. Yeah, the Beyonce model. How dare you? The Beyonce yeah, the model. Beyonce model. <laughs> yeah, the lemonade, lemonade style. <laughs> you know, that's a good idea. Yeah, it's not an album that we really want to sit on for very long, you know, because it's not yeah. really her stuff. And it's not, we're going to, we're treating it a little differently than the other ones as to, in terms of the line by line. And we've got like a lot of outside guests coming, like okay. fans of the original artists. So it's a whole different kind of season. So we're trying to treat it a little differently. And it's not like there's any B sides from, well, there's actual. There's two. And, yeah, and there's two. Only women only believe. Women. Yeah. Yeah. But hopefully we'll get that accomplished by valentine's day that'll be nice um so that we can get to scarlet's walk you know that's the album we want to get to that'll be fun that will be fun that'll be fun so i'll call um, you shortly about winding down so we can get it on tape yeah um any any time paul Roy, you have something to plug here today why don't you uh why don't you plug your hawk your wares <laughs> um uh everybody don't forget about figuretoryout.com Google Tori Amo sheet music, and it's usually the very, very, very top above Amazon, above Barnes and Noble, above Sheet Music Plus. Damn, um, above Barnes and Noble. <laughs> it's above. It's it's really shocking that it's that high up. Like I mean, so uh, even if you don't like play piano, just go and click a hundred times. Just yeah. go click. <laughs> yeah, just look at the beautiful sheet music. I want you to do sheet music for swimming pools. Can you do that, please? Well, you know, there's a new transcriber that reached out. Um, <gasps> she, yeah, um, and of course, anybody who can transcribe music, like. Um, it doesn't matter if you're like, a, you know, new or you've been doing it for 30 years. Like if you can transcribe anything and you want to share it, like just contact me through the website or um, I'm sure like Eve can put you in touch with me. Um, 
uh, because a lot of what's on there is like the older stuff. And there's over, I think, 300 transcriptions. Jesus. And they're all great. I didn't put garbage up. Like, uh, if it was bad, I just left it off. Did you actually play everything before, like, test it out? Or you could just tell? Yeah, yeah. Or I had a MIDI of it, and so I could listen to it. But, oh, okay. um, yeah, she did, a, she did an orchestral version of Darkest Hour, which is the newest thing that I put up. And if she's listening, I have encouraged her to work on some of the Light Princess because that has been highly, highly ignored by the transcribers. And there's a lot of good stuff on there. So, wow. But yeah, check it out. So, there's actually two versions of Darkest Hour the piano version and, and the one that this person just did. That's incredible. Her name is Rachel Sargent. So, thank you to Rachel Sargent. Hello, Rachel. Thank you so much for doing that. And everybody else, follow figuratoryout.com. Go there, get your sheet music fix, and someone should do swimming pools, I think. <laughs> and Happy Worker. Do you have a Happy Worker transcription? No, it's one of the few that Yanta hasn't done. Uh, they're both Trevor Horn songs. Someone needs to transcribe those Trevor Horn numbers. Yeah. Tre the Trevor Horn tapes. Anyway, follow figuratoryout.com. Paul Roy, thank you for being on the show. Bye. Bye now. Sit down, Frank, Frank. stand up, Frank, Frank. pass out, Frank, Frank. wake up, Frank, Frank. fade it, Frank, Frank. fade it. How I done grew up around some people Living their life in bottles Granddaddy had the golden flask Backstroke every day in Chicago Ooh. Some people like the way it feels Some people wanna kill their sorrow Some people wanna fit in with the popular That was my problem I was in the dark room Loud tunes looking to make a vow soon That I'ma get fucked up Filling up my cup I see the crowd mood Changing by the minute And the record on repeat Took a sip then another sip Then somebody said to me
Just when I thought I had enough Why you made me sitting on it Shut Up is a production of the Sideways Society. For more information and links to things mentioned on the show, please visit us online at songsoftoriamus.com. Yes, I know what you think of me. You never shut up.